0: I suppose not if I was going to speak on specifically this morning, um, but this morning I wakened up with, with this verse, and it was like I pressed upon my spirit, and then when I was doing downstairs praying, I thought, well, I was, to start with, I was just going to open up the service with this verse, and then when I was praying, I thought, nah, this is not the start hour, this is the main course. I thought I would just go for it with this verse, it sums up the gospel for me, and even if this is terrible, I'm confident that you will forget about it while you're eating some nice food. So I thought, well, if I can do a sunny morning, it's a morning that there will I eat some really nice food because I've got to forget that. I said, so why? Anyway, this could be the best sermon you've ever held, And by the time you're tucking into some delicacies, oh, that's when out the window because you're just enjoying some food. But it's about resurrection. And it's about that resurrection means for the believer. Not just as a historical event, but as we live this life out every day, it means to you, in your life, in your heart, in your activities. Often we can think salvation is this, in the Western church, that we simply believe in Jesus' death and resurrection, we live our life to be good citizens, we go to church every Sunday... We hear the word. we do the word, and one day we will meet Jesus face to face, and the purpose of the re- death and resurrection is solely to do we that day. I'm not saying that's not true, I'm just saying that often can be the case. Come to faith, say the prayer, seal, delivered, one day you'll meet Jesus, come to church every Sunday. That's what salvation can sound like. But I just want to share two verses where if you mark this a heartbeat of your life, salvation is not just that. It's not just a historical event, and one day you'll be in a place called heaven. But this will help you every single day of your life for Jesus and to follow Jesus. The Apostle Paul, remember the Apostle Paul he used to be called Saul, he was a persecutor of the church. Then he used to drag people out to cause them suffering, to cause them pain, and sometimes eventual death because of this one thing, because they followed Jesus. He's doing his job, which meant he was persecuting the church, he was on the road to Damascus. Jesus Christ met him powerfully and says, Why are you not just persecuting God's people? Why are you persecuting me? God radically changes his life. A few years doing a line, he plants a church in Philippi. He's then in a jail and writes on this letter and he pens these words. Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. The start of Philippians chapter 3, great pains to say that the life of salvation is a life through faith and no good works. And then he says this This for me is powerful. This is the gospel. I want to know Christ, this risen Savior, the crucified Savior. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised Him from the dead. I want to suffer with Him, sharing in His death. Verse 11. So that one way or another, I will experience the resurrection from the dead. Go back to verse 10. I want to know Christ. I listen to his heart for the church, for himself. Listen to the reason he gets up in the morning, the reason he breathes, the reason he does ministry. I want to know Christ. I want to know Him. You only know someone that is alive he does not say I, I knew Christ I knew him when he was alive we have known a lot of people that have gone to the grave I knew and I loved my granda. the pastor, I knew him loved him, I remember him well but nobody has a relationship with somebody in the grave Nobody has a relationship with somebody that is still dead. Nobody has gone out visiting Curtin saying, I I still know them. I still have a relationship with them. They are confined to the past. And we love them, honour them, we remember them well. The memories make us laugh, some of them. Grandadjone has daft jokes among the things that he says, among his jovial ways, and he always, sweet his forbearance, he always made people laugh. You remember him with laughter, we remember him with tears, but the Apostle Paul Disney write that I knew Jesus historically. His heartbeat was, I want to know Christ. It's the reason I get up. He's the reason I live. It was a priority in his life was to know the risen Savior. I want to preach to you this morning. Mark it your priority in your life. The reason you come to church, the reason you open up the Word of God, the reason you pray. I want to know Jesus as a priority. The priority in your life is neither you're single I wonder if I'll date. I wonder if I'll get to marry. I wonder if I'll have kids or not have kids. I wonder if a job I will have or occupation. Your priority is near your pension fund and wondering for a day of retirement when you can go on some cruises. That's near the priority. To be happy, to live your best life now is near your priority as a Jesus follower. Your priority as a Jesus follower. Is that you would know Christ? Come on. Your priority as a Jesus follower is, is to say, as Paul says, I want to know Christ. I want to know Him. Not just on a Sunday when I come to church and I get goosebumps. I need to market my priority on a Monday to be consumed. That I need to know Jesus and there's something lacking in my life. If I refuse to have fellowship, if I want to know him, I'll take time to get to know him. That's why this Jesus life works. And we dilute the gospel of this. Say so, yeah, a prayer, seal your salvation, and then get to be with him for oh, eternity. Then the gospel of Jesus is, I want to know Christ. I want to know. I'm on a Sunday. I want to know. I'm on a Sunday evening. I want to know. I'm on a Monday. I want to know. I'm on a Tuesday. I know. I know. I'm on a Wednesday. I want to know. I'm on a Thursday. I want to know. I'm from life as well. I want to know. I'm from life is tough. I want to know. I'm on the mountaintops, praising and hallelujahs. I want to care for it is to go through the valley when I feel suffocated, when it feels as though my prayers are not being answered. I want to know Christ. It's sometimes the depths of despair and grief and loneliness and heartache, and I want to know just solutions and how we get through stuff. And I'm there looking for a top ten points to get through valleys. I'm there looking for my shares to get better, so my pension pot is ready and waiting for me. I want to know Christ. And the message for you this morning is Christ wants to be known by you. He is alive. If he was still in the tomb, we would just have to go on pilgrimages, to go to the grave, say a few words, walk for Jesus walked. That would be the sum total of Christianity. Like they visit the grave of Muhammad and music lovers visit graves or. John Lennon, Jimi Hendrix, people that's gone before us—they visit graves and pilgrimages. That's near the Jesus life, and I need to visit the grave, for the grave has been torn asunder. The veil has been torn asunder; it has been removed. We can enter into the Holy of Holies at every minute and every second or every day or every week or every month. We have an opportunity. Do you want to know Jesus? We have been invited into this relationship with the King of Kings, with the Lord of Lords. We are a privileged people that we get to know Christ. Are you with me this morning? This is the gospel. Do you know Jesus? It's nay, did you say a prayer at Sunday school 10 year ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. He's nay your historical Savior to say, well, I did know him. I did know him. I was in a meeting one time. I did get him. I did say a prayer. I will meet him one day. The question is, do you know him? The day. Do you know him? Do you have an active relationship with Jesus Christ or is the sum total of your experience confined to a place called history for you did know Him? Well, that gospel was never good enough for Apostle Paul and God does not want it to be good enough for us because God is looking for a people that will say this, I want to know Christ. He's the one that came, that lived, that died for me paid apparently that I could not pay. His blood was shed for me. He took up all the punishment, all the sin, all the shame, all the thoughts, all the rebellion, all the actions. He took it upon himself. He rose again with qualifications to say he is who he said he was. God raised him for a day from the dead so that we could be here in 2023 at this day, at this moment, to say we have an opportunity to know To know Jesus. That's what is offered for the gospel. It says, I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised Him from the dead. I'll leave that to the last point. I want to suffer with Him, sharing in His death. Ooh! Ah, you didn't come here on a Sunday morning to hear that, did you? Like they want to know Jesus stuff fantastic. Preach it. But while he was chained and right to his church, he also says, there is something about the suffering of Jesus that I can enter into sharing in his death. And it's like this. This is maybe near the best appeal ever given to follow Jesus, but if you want to be a follower of Jesus, to know him, then you are are signing up to a life as well or sharing in the suffering of Jesus you open your life up to be persecuted to be questioned if jesus says look the world hates me it's going to hate you as well can you stand up and be a christian and be a bold christian and be a christian that doesn't no waver and be a christian that reads the text consider it sacred and preach the gospel you got to get some funny looks. you got to get people that doesn't understand you, and some of them would be your closest people that you went through life with. They might call you a Bible basher. You might get all this stuff that maybe just didn't even think about and just call you, well, you're joining like the hypocrites, okay? I want to suffer with him. Far as keen to suffer with Jesus is Jesus suffered. Last week I gave us homework, maybe he wasn't here, if he was here. The homework was this, share your faith with one person by the time we meet today. It's alright, I'm not going to ask if I did your homework. But as the church starts to share faith, you'll soon discover you'll start to share in the suffering that Jesus got. Because after you will share your faith with, will get saved. I shared my faith, I will confess, I did my homework. I shared my faith with one person and got a big, gigantic, closed door, physically and a spiritual closed door slammed in my face. It was a difficult conversation. I've been reading this book by R.A. Torrey. It's called Winning Men for Jesus. So I'm trying to like, study on how to be a better evangelist. So he just had to ask a question. Are you a Christian? And he was like, No, no, I don't believe that. Muck. My mom goes to church every week. I said, Oh, maybe she's been praying for you. I says, You should be a Christian. Your mom's a Christian. And he's like, It's just for me. I says, Well, oh, but Jesus is for you. And he says, Ah, but the church, yes, the church, ah, the church is irrelevant. Da, 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 da. And I was like, But God is still for you. Jesus loves you. You need to consider. And he just did the good old. Slam! it's not for me, and I don't want to speak about it any longer. That was my experience of sharing faith this week. I would love to tell you that I led people to Jesus, that He bowed the knee in conviction, that He proclaimed that Jesus Christ was His resurrected King and Savior. But there is something that we need to recognize about this Jesus-following lifestyle that if we want to know Him, But we need to also have the attitude. Are you willing to suffer with Jesus? Are you willing to endure some persecution? Are you willing to endure some funny looks? Are you willing to endure some people just walking away and writing you off as just a crazy person? They used to be a crazy drug addict, now you're just a crazy Jesus follower. And it's the end of the conversation. I want to suffer with him. I want to know Jesus. Resurrected Christ is alive. I want to know him. I also want to suffer with him. I want to know Christ. Lastly, this. And experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to know Christ. This is the gospel. I want to know him. I want to suffer with him. But I also want to experience, back to verse 10, I want to experience the mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. In another version, it just says it simply I want to experience resurrection power. Sometimes the gospel is this say our prayer. Jesus died. To get you to heaven, that's no lies, that's true, but it's only a bit of the gospel. The other side of the gospel is this Jesus died, rose again, so that you, a lost sinner, could get to heaven. The other side of the gospel that we did not preach so well is that Jesus died was rose, rose again, so that God, Christ himself, it's just you gone to heaven but Christ Himself would come and live His life through you. The indwelling power of the Holy Spirit. The resurrection power. What does resurrection mean for you? An opportunity to know Jesus, the alive Savior. An opportunity to suffer with Christ. But an opportunity that you yourself would experience resurrection power in your life. That's not my promise. That's not me trying to work up a crowd. That is that Paul wanted for every follower of Jesus. That you would experience mighty power. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead. If it will stop you going back on drugs. If it will stop you looking at stuff on the internet. That will stop you in that cycle or sin. It's this the new experience resurrection power in your life. And you will say, I once was dead. That's the gospel. You didn't just well, I was just in a good place, I wasn't got a church. The Bible says you were dead in transgressions and sin. Down back to the garden, God gave Adam and Eve a commandment and says, you disobey it, you will die. They disobeyed it. If it died, there was a spiritual unity between God and man, creator and creation. That God always wanted to be joined in complete unison with his creation. That was broken, and then we became a body, soul, dead in spirit, unable to know God, unable to know Yahweh, unable to know Jesus. Yet the curse was broken, and what happens as soon as you believe. Your resurrection, come on, that you were once dead, unable to know God, yet you have an experience. Oh, the mighty power. The mighty power that raises the dead. The same power that raised Christ now lives in you. Do you realize that? That you have within you God. You have a testimony. Holy Spirit. The life I live now in my own I live through faith. Jesus Christ and the Apostle Paul would also write, Christ and you, the hope of glory. A mighty experience. Have we lost faith is the Christian life's about faith. But Paul also advocated experience. That we could come together. And ourselves and our own, we can experience the same power that raised Christ for the dead now lives in us. We should not be known as a dead church, a relevant church, or a dead Christian. When God has given us access to Himself that we could carry the life, the presence with Jesus. Why do we do appeals when we pray? Get people forward. Why do we lay hands on the sick? It's not just this. It's not just, God, you're up there. We're praying for those people here. Please come down and do something. We say this, we have the hope of the nations within us. Christ within us. Resurrection power within us. The Holy Spirit far. Come on. This is not some wacky New Age teaching I'm teaching you here. This is the truth of the gospel. Holy Spirit far within us. is not just heaven coming down. God has purchased you with the blood and put heaven far within you. A resource. Jesus says, if anybody wants to know me, they thirst after me, they willing to die for me, suffer with me. From far will there be rivers or living water? Far did Jesus say, there will be rivers. Or live in water, there are certain people that will thirst after him. Far will the river be from within. Jesus at the day of the festival stood up with a loud voice so that Abdi could hear him. And says, If any man comes, thirsts after me, wants to know me, will put me first, will carry the cross. Will mark me near on third place of the league, will mark me a priority, will worship me with other heart, soul, mind, and strength. That people will hear a river, a living water coming forth from within. Supply will not be their problem, wisdom will not be their problem, love will not be their problem. Drugs will not be their problem. Bad habits will not be their problem for they will have a supply of living water coming with within so that for that people, pray for people. Boom! They didn't come in waiting for a third song to get goosebumps. They come in knowing Jesus, waiting for some lost people to be found. They walk about this community looking for some sick people it needs to be made well. To go about this community looking for the addict, looking for the broken, with a message of hope, knowing if God can take me and I can know Jesus and I can suffer and a resurrection power available for me, then there's an availability for Abdi to carry they just a message, but to carry a mighty, mighty Russian presence. My prayer for us as a church that we would be people they would say, I want to know God. I want to know Christ. Willing to suffer. Realizing that the gospel is near, but you one day, down to heaven. Do you think Jesus did all that? Crucifixion, betrayal, bound, barred, bruised. They struck the shepherd that the sheep would scatter. Do you think Jesus did all that rose for the dead so that we could maybe come and say one prayer and you hang on for dear life so one day you get to heaven? That's really, that's a lot. But the gospel of Jesus so much more than that that he would come it into your life <laughs> your life in your life, in your life, and he still says over the church, I knock on the door of your heart, fast gonna open, oh, it's come down with me time. The gospel message was always the banquet is ready, invite people in, cause Jesus wants to come into people's lives and make his home within them. And it'll be a feast, and they are farming there will be rivers and a drought that we would experience. The power of resurrection as the hell world is celebrating an empty tomb at this time. For some, it's just another excuse to have a whole day. Uh, I pray that us as a church, which we want to know Jesus, we're willing to suffer, but somehow, by a pure miracle of God, that everybody in here would experience it. would feel so unworthy. I deserve to experience within me the power of the resurrection of the Holy Spirit, the same power that raised Christ from the dead. Through faith we we'll receive these things. He is worthy. He gets the one It's his idea. It's not my idea. But then we would feel in our private time, in our life, in a Monday, in a Tuesday, that God, you've given us resurrection power. I didn't have to live as so I'm dead, and you have given my life and life in and, ah, it's fullness. Father wants to receive some power this morning. Real power, dunamis power. He says, Wait in Jerusalem, damn, minister to anybody. Poor people, don't feed them yet. People that are sick, don't lay hands on them yet. Wait, Jesus said, until you receive the dunamis, dynamite power of the Holy Spirit that raised for the dead, the apostles for within, they've seen signs, wonders and miracles, we need a visitation once again, we need to believe, we need to trust that the same power that raised Christ for the dead now lives within us and quickens our mortal bodies and the life of Jesus is not to be led by just morals it's to be led by the divine the Holy Spirit within us let's stand in his presence Gospel of Jesus, we have an opportunity to know the beloved, to know the Christ that loved you enough to come and die for you, yet he rose again in victory. Does your heart still say with a keenness this morning, I want to know Jesus? We invite people to the gospel. The priority is, do you want to know Jesus? Many people said no. But you said yes. I want to know Jesus. I will suffer. But I do want to experience the same mighty power that raised him from the dead. Apostle Paul didn't write, I want to know Christ and I want to know about the power. I want to know Christ and I want to experience the mighty power. It was to be a living, act of faith. It was to be an experience. Jesus, as we stand in your presence, if you want to respond, just open up your hands as you open up your heart just to say, I want to experience in a Christian, our 20 years, and a stunning experience—the same mighty power that raised Jesus from the dead—an experience that will change you to become more like Jesus, an experience that will free you for the chains that bind you, a transformation for death and a life. Kind of pray for Abdi that's got their hands stretched forth. Jesus in this resurrection Sunday morning I simply pray for an experience of the same power that raised Jesus from the dead we'd experience in our lives resurrection power There will be people in here, and their hearts have become a dead tomb, and their hearts and lives have been entangled by death, and they're known for death moves, and they're known for sin, they're known for heartache. They believe the lies of the enemy and they would just say, my life is like a dead tomb. They wonder about the purpose of living, the purpose of life. They worry about the morn and they're scared. But we say the dead Jesus, just as your resurrection power came into your life, Jesus, and that dead tomb became an empty tomb, that tomb of death became a sign of life. We declare an experience or your resurrection power our every life that wants you, Jesus. That you would breathe life. You would breathe hope. That chains would break in Jesus' name. And we would declare freedom our every life here that we would experience The resurrection power of Jesus. There would be Christ in us, the hope of glory. And the same Christ that rose for the dead that refused to be tangled by death is the same Christ that would live his life through us. And we would just feel that dark places and dark spaces would suddenly become full of light. Our discouragement and darkness would go in Jesus' name. Would you flood every mind, every soul, every spirit, or the light of the gospel, the light of life, Jesus Christ himself. And the tide or the spirit would demolish every work of the enemy. That the river of God would run fleet freely from your throne and disarm and destroy all the work of the enemy as we receive afresh an experience of the resurrected King Jesus. Jesus, you paid a mighty price to come and live in our lives. May we experience and draw for the wellsprings of salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Just take a moment to thank the preciousness of prayers when He receive you key thanks spirit move upon our lives Thank you for the power, your presence, the power to transform, the power to renew, the power to resurrect. We give you praise. May your glory come. May your glory come, Jesus. The same glory that raised you from the dead, your glory come, Jesus. Power your presence, come. Goes beyond words, Jesus. God, let your fire fire I'll Raise up a church that would know you. They just read a book about you that would know you. Some people that's been through some fire that would know you. They've been through some trials and that they would know you. That would suffer well and suffer in hope. Suffer and praise you that we would know you. We would say though none go with us, we will follow. Seal it. Seal your word by the power of the blood, the power of your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're ready to worship. Ready to worship? We'll go up and ready to worship new. No. If you were not ready to worship, it'd start, and we're not ready to worship new. No. I simply have not done my job. It's worthy to be worshipped. It's worthy to be known. There was none like Him. To, in this song, I could search for all eternity more and find there was none like You. Let's take us opportunity. We got took up our offerings to praise Jesus. Be transformed. Be renewed. Receive His power. Let's flood this community with good news we hope. Let's be bold for Jesus. Let's give ourselves another week, even if you didn't give your, didn't do your homework last week you maybe spent a lot in isolation because it's a whole day period. You can something you're still alive, it's still a, a hell new week, God willing, to tell one person the good news about Jesus. Yeah. One person. One person. You might, in this book I'm reading he's one about just being led by the Spirit every Accidental conversation could turn out for a ministry opportunity to tell somebody the love of Jesus. Let's be part of a church that's on mission. Willing to suffer. I have said enough. You hungry yet? You ready eating there too long? Let's praise Jesus and let's eat some food.